0: How are your holidays, Grant? Holiday uh, or holiday?
1: Uh, hol- uh, yeah, Black Friday a holiday. A holiday. No, they're they're good. I don't know. I was looking for a funny thing to say, but I couldn't find one, so we're stuck with whatever the frigity frack that was. <laughs>
0: So let's do our let's do our standard food check-in. What was your Thanksgiving like food-wise? Pretty standard food-wise, I'd say. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there was turkey and stuffings and mashed potatoes and gravy and cranberry salad and
0: cranberry salad.
1: Had... Yeah, so my family always does like this. We call it cranberry salad, so it feels healthier than it is it's like you don't
0: have to have a vegetable
1: (laughs) no no we also have vegetables (laughs) (laughs) separate from this but uh it's like like cranberries and like cool whip and marshmallows and it's it's like ground up cranberry not like pureed but like not like so like the whole thing gets dyed like pink From the cranberries, and it's all like very, the sugary, cool whippiness, whippiness, and the like marshmallowiness balances out the tartness of the cranberries, so it's like a sweet, fluffy side, I don't know. Okay. Green bean casserole. All right. And, yeah. Cool. Pumpkin pie cheesecake.
0: Pumpkin pie cheesecake, interesting. I suppose of all the pies to be turned into a cheesecake- Er,
1: I guess maybe more like pumpkin cheesecake. Yeah, I not understand. Pumpkin what you pie mean. cheesecake. Yeah. 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 But
0: that makes sense. The consistency of pumpkin pie seems to lend itself to being becoming a cheesecake. Mm hmm. So that that tracks.
1: Like, the only thing that could have made it better is if they just like got rid of the whole pumpkin BS with it, but it was fine. Mm-hmm. No, it was very good. It was very well made, and it was a delicious cheesecake. Nice. I will not bad talk the cheesecake that
0: <laughs> someone in your My, family so lovingly made.
1: Yeah, my sister and her husband made. Okay. Because they did a wonderful job. Nice. Cool. But, yeah. Do you have anything wild or out of the ordinary?
0: Uh, I would say kind of. So oh? We, I mean, well, if if you harken back to last year, Erin and I were alone in her efficiency studio with nothing but a crock pot, a convection microwave oven, and two induction burners, to prepare our thanksgiving Mm -hmm. meal on and we made steaks on the stove along with some green beans aaron made way too much stuffing in the crock pot um i think that's what we ended (gasps) up doing i feel like maybe we had something else in addition but that's pretty much it
1: we made our stuffing in a crock pot this year that was like the only weird thing that we've never done before nice sorry didn't mean to cut you off
0: no worries but this year there were two uh, differences well actually three One, we're in a bigger place. It has a full stove, a full oven. Two, Aaron's uncle visited us for Thanksgiving, which was nice. So we had an extra set of hands, an extra set of ideas. And the week before Thanksgiving, I traded in an old laptop of mine, and we got a Ninja air pressure cooker, air fryer combo thingy, Mm. which Aaron has been wanting for quite a while, and... You know, I was able to make that happen with this trade in and what
1: air fryer or pressure cooker or both.
0: It's the same base and there is, there are two lids that you put on one meant for air frying, one meant for pressure cooking, Okay, but it's all the same piece of hardware
1: that connects it.
0: Yeah. And so with that, we figured, well. Now we can. Now we have all the implements to make a, a more full Thanksgiving meal. But we still did things a little differently. Since there were only three of us, we did a chicken instead of a turkey. Uh, we got about just, just under a five-pound chicken. Good call. We ended up not doing stuffing, mostly because we didn't really want to... Well, there's two reasons. One reason, we didn't necessarily want to deal with it. Erin made homemade bread, and we just had that. But also, her Uncle Mike came in with a <gasps> recipe... From her or from a friend of his who is a chef and also owns a um, a brewery, I think, but also is a very good chef and had a very high class of sorts baked mac and cheese recipe that was that almost overflowed a nine by 13 casserole dish.
1: Whoa. So that's how
0: much mac and cheese we had. And so stuffing didn't feel quite as relevant <laughs> yeah so we had that we had the chicken we had the bread gr- uh some green beans with pine nuts which is how aaron likes to do them uh not green bean casserole and then my very small contribution was instant mashed potatoes
1: because i lazy potatoes can and be pretty dang good though they were
0: quite good i had never had these kinds i've only ever had um the simply brand mashed potatoes i think is what they're called they are they are already mashed potatoes, but they're just in like a plastic dish that you can microwave for like four or five minutes. And that's all I've ever had. That's what like 50% of the time at home, if we have mashed potatoes, we have those. Sometimes my little sister insists on making them from scratch, but a lot of the time we would have these these uh, microwavable ones. Uh, but this was the Idaho Gold freeze-dried packet, which I'd never tried before. And I was kind of worried how it would turn out, but what I realized uh, is, you know, the the recipe is boil some water, add the potato flakes, and that's it, right? But mm-hmm. we have an we have an electric kettle, so it took like thirty seconds for me to make these potatoes because I just boiled two cups of water in our electric kettle, poured it in a bowl, poured it in the potatoes, mixed it around, and it was done. It was great. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then the benefit of the air pressure, or I keep saying air pressure, pressure cooker and air fryer. That's how we did the chicken, and it took. 45 minutes to do the entire chicken and that was it. Wow. Yeah, like the most labor intensive thing was probably the mac and cheese because it needed like six different kinds of cheese. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But like we also made the noodles for the mac and cheese in the pressure cooker. Like we we made good use out of that thing. It was great. Nice. So I I was pretty pleased with how things went this year. It was overall pretty low stress, I think.
1: Yeah, sounds... About as low stress as you could get other than, like, just ordering it all for takeout or something.
0: Exactly. Yeah, the lowest stress Thanksgiving was definitely the first one in San Francisco where we just went to FOCO. But mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> this was slightly more cost effective. So, yes, we are we are very, even I am infatuated with our new kitchen appliance. <laughs> it makes a lot of things really easy. That's nice. Yeah. I'll be excited to see how much dumb stuff we can do with it. <laughs> like for example, I, we could use it to make popcorn. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, so this is actually this is something that I keep joking about, and Aaron doesn't find it quite as funny as I do. But in the uh, like user manual, or, or not really using manual, it's more like a quick guide, like a quick start guide for the the ninja thing. It tells you a bunch of the different functions that it can perform, right? And so it's like pressure cook, air fry, sous vide, broil, saute, and it has like three or four more of these like kind of generic terms for different forms of cooking. And then mm-hmm. the last one is yogurt. And it just it just oh, seems
1: like <laughs> I'm aware of <laughs> stuff like this. It's just funny cuz like
0: all the others are like verbs. Yogurt is not really a verb. Uh and it just seems kind of out of place as such a very specific thing. I'm sure it works well, but it is very funny to me for some reason.
1: Yeah. Cause what would the, I guess the verb would be like culture maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, but in either case, apparently it can make yogurt as well. I Haven't mm-hmm. tried that though. Hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's really easy to make yogurt apparently. Hmm. If you have something like that.
0: I mean, I I believe it. It says it right there in the little manual, but I'm not sure that'll be top on our list. I don't even think... I don't remember if there's a yogurt recipe. There's the, It comes with a book with 45 recipes for specific things that you can do, and one of them is the chicken that we made, but I don't... I'm sure yogurt is probably in there, but I don't remember seeing it.
1: Mm-hmm. But... I feel like... What did... So I knew someone who did this and I think it was just like you pretty much just like add the put the like certain type of like milk or cream or whatever you put in to make yogurt. And then you just like add a little bit of like a starter culture, which I think he said could just be like a few spoonfuls of like actual yogurt, like certain store bought yogurts.
0: That's interesting.
1: And then you just like do it in the thing. And it just like yogurts the whole thing. It, it
0: just multiplies the yogurt.
1: Yeah. Huh. Well, now I'm much the, more intrigued. <laughs> the infinite yogurt <laughs> life hack.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's
1: he like, said God it was super easy. Lasagna dish. Yeah. Huh. I. I'll I'm have to look to rem- into this now. I think he said the thing that he disliked about it most is just like it's kind of hard not to make way too much. Like, sure. or it's so easy to make just like way more yogurt than you will ever need.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, I think for me, I'd have to look into how to make sure that I can properly flavor each of them in a way that I like. Yeah. But that's actually really, so There, there's one thing that Aaron really enjoys, which are these Chobani flips, which is, you know, like oh. a, what's the equivalent thing? I can't remember the yogurt brand. That's uh it's just like, there's some kind of yogurt and then there's, it looks like a parfait but for kids and it has like things like Oreos or M M's on the top, mm-hmm. you know, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And, and Chobani, it's like the adult version of this. And so the one that she likes are these Chobani schmoor things where it has vanilla yogurt on one side. And on the other side is like a mix, a crushed up mix of graham crackers, chocolate. And I think like caramelized sugar or, you know, kind like burnt sugar bits kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And you like mix it into the yogurt and stuff. And, uh, but having just a whole bunch of yogurt that we can easily make on hand may be worth looking into. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Maybe I'll investigate this week and we can make way too much yogurt just in time for us to go back to Minnesota.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've done a. based on my quick Google. It looks like, yeah, that's kind of the pro. Like I'm sure oh, with right. the yogurt button, it simplifies a lot of the stuff that I'm reading, but it's like, yeah, you just take milk through some temperatures with... Like three or four tablespoons of plain yogurt huh. of your choosing added into it.
0: Well I still think it's funny that it's just this random feature that they added in. Because they could do some they could do other things more specific, but they just pick out yogurt as a specific one.
1: That is a funny one to choose.
0: Yeah. But at the same time, worth investigating.
1: Mm-hmm. Nice. Yogurt yogurt yogurt. Oh. Uh, oh before I forget because I know you wanted updates. A little I love updates. I did end up getting a uh, iPad mini finally. All right. After thinking about it for like three months. <laughs> yeah. How do you like it? I like it so far. I'm just like I'm trying to suss out if like I actually have the use cases that I think I had or like if they are actually things that I will want to use it for that it will work well for. Uh-huh. Um. And so I haven't, like, lived most of my normal life yet with it. So I don't know for sure. Sure. But so far, happy with it. I've done some investigating into, like, what sorts of apps that I need for the things that I had envisioned. Uh Uh-huh. And now it's just kind of, I got to just start trying stuff out, I think. Yeah. But, yeah.
0: What is your, what's your, like, basic setup of it? Did you get an Apple Pencil
1: with it? So I was going to... Hmm. And then I didn't.
0: It was the, I, was the sticker shock a little much or what?
1: It just felt so stupid. <laughs> and then I thought someone else had to have made a solution for this. And yes, they did for like freaking like a fifth of the price.
0: Well, solution is relative. Whatever S- you got for a fifth of the price is not as good. Yes,
1: yeah, so it is certainly very different and slightly less convenient in some ways.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I like I figure at this price and with like 2 months to return it, like if I change my mind, I can easily return it and actually get an Apple Pencil. But like the the things that I lose I think are things that don't matter as much to me. So I got like, it's like an app, like it looks exactly like an Apple pencil, except it has a charging port on it. And so like, I think that's the big thing you lose is you just lose like the wireless charging capability. Okay. But it still like magnetically attaches.
0: Interesting. What is this thing?
1: Like I can send, like, if you just Google like stylus for iPad or like search on like Amazon or something and there's a bajillion things that look exactly like it for like 20 bucks. So they, uh, it's got like a USB C charging port on the side, and so like well, charging the exact it's same one. Kind of awkward. It doesn't have the pressure sensitivity. Yep. To vary line thickness, but like that's not something that I think really will matter to me because I'm not looking at it for like artistic drawing. I'm looking at it for more note taking. In which case, honestly, the pressure sensitivity would almost be a detrimental thing to me. Because when I'm trying to write notes fast, uh, I will write with more pressure. (laughs) And thus, my notes will become less legible.
0: I mean, that's if you're using pressure sensitivity as a thing in an app.
1: Oh, can you, like, shut it off?
0: In most apps, yeah. Like, you just have different... Uh. I mean, I don't know what specific notes app you have tested so far. Um, I, I mean... If you if you tried out the Apple Notes app, it wouldn't surprise me if they don't let you have any options because it's Apple. Yeah. But the main one that I use Notability, which maybe you don't want to jump onto now because they actually just switched to a subscription. But they. That's I one know, of the
1: ones that I'm trying right now.
0: Yeah, that that's what I've been using since I've had an iPad, um, and I really like it. But, yeah, Mm -hmm. there is an option. There's just, there's an option for pressure sensitivity Mm -hmm. and an option for not pressure sensitivity. And you can just toggle between them really easily within a note. Okay. Um, And then, yeah, I don't know about other apps, but you definitely don't need to uh, use it that way. Mm -hmm. But that being said, if you don't want it ever, you know, then, yeah, I, I agree. There's not, it doesn't really matter then if the thing is working for you so far.
1: Yeah. I think it's just the thing, not that I don't want it ever, more of just like the... I don't think it's worth <laughs> like 80 bucks. Yeah, I mean, I... Uh, but I could yeah. certainly change my mind in a month of using what I have right now. Yeah, I mean, um, the the, t- the main things
0: that I think... or The main thing that I think can make it really annoying is not having the magnetic charging. Because... When I had the original iPad Pro with the original Apple Pencil, where mm-hmm. the only way to charge it was via lightning, where you had to like plug it into the iPad to charge. Yeah, that was such
1: a screwy system.
0: It was really dumb. And, it, and I made do because I really wanted to handwrite notes and, and use this whole system, and it worked well for me. But I know for a lot of people who would otherwise enjoy using a stylus, they, that really turned them off. But the magnetic charging just makes it that you never ever ever have to think about your Apple Pencil. It's just there, and then you use it, and then you put it back up the top, and then that's it. Versus this one, you are you are playing a game of chicken with a cheap manufacturer's battery that they decided to put in, Mm -hmm. and so you know maybe it'll be fine for quite a long time, and for your sake I hope so. But it it I would just be, for me, annoyed. It would get a little finicky to always have to be, you know, have some charger around that I can plug this thing into if I forget about it for a day or two. Yeah. So.
1: The thing that I like about it is that it's the same charger as the actual iPad. Mm -hmm. So, like, I know I'll have the charger around. That's true. But that is certainly something. And it's also something that, like, I Don't think it'll be a deal breaker for me because I have a lot of devices that I'm just used to not having a battery, a good battery indicator on, and so I just charge (laughs) it weekly. And my use for it lets that be okay. That makes sense.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll be curious to see like long term because this is also a thing that I like didn't know existed because when I was using the original Apple Pencil, the only quote unquote alternative were basically mm-hmm. just a regular stylus, which was not an alternative. That was just a totally different thing. They did not work the same way. Versus this one, it seems like, is a much more robust actual alternative to like how an Apple Pencil act- actually works. It's not just having some dumb stylus that you use because you don't want to use your finger all the time.
1: Yeah, I, I think what I've gathered is that, at least the one that I have, or most of them that I've seen... They, they work to mimic the Apple Pencils in a completely different actual way that they get there, though. Oh, yeah. Because the Apple Pencils have to be blue connected with Bluetooth, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And so these don't. Sure. At all. And so, like, you also, you lose the, like, double tap down low. Yeah. Or whatever to, like, change things or whatever. Because yep. it is just kind of like a stylus, but... It's designed to function much more like the Apple Pencil.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah, well. In all other ways. We'll see. Yeah. I figured I wasn't certain if I was going to like it or not, so I would rather waste $20 bucks for sure. rather than
0: 120 That makes sense. Do you have any sort of case for it?
1: I don't yet, and that is something that I am debating about. Yeah. I rec- Because oh, you recommend it.
0: Yeah, I I like having a kind of folio style mm-hmm. where it's just a sandwich thing that magnetizes to the back and covers the front. But don't get the Apple one because it's a waste of money because you can find yeah. th- that's definitely one where it's like the ten dollars ones on Amazon are just are literally just as good. Yep, and they will you know they'll fold in cord in, in thirds so that you can stand up your iPad at different angles if you want to, and they will cover it, and that's all you need. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, if I end up getting a case, it'll purely be because of that and not anything else for like the stand functionality of it.
0: Yeah, I think it's nice to just have it be this little like, makes it look like more of a notebook. It just gives you a more, like it Mm -hmm. just makes me feel like it's more protected to just have literally anything covering the screen as I throw it around in my bag or whatever.
1: Mm Hmm. So part of my thinking or my, because the reason I like the, or that I got this one is because like it's small and it's much more in my mind like portable because of that and I also like the aesthetics of it mm-hmm. and I have never done this before but I'm toying with the we'll s- leave it for a week and see how I like it at the end but like of just like leaving it naked because like I feel like they should be durable enough that I'm not gonna like damage it severely probably
0: but it just depends on how you treat it like for me because i throw my ipad in like a backpack with a whole bunch of other stuff very frequently having the screen completely exposed just makes me feel a little less comfortable and also i personally used to like trifold stand it up or yeah. what i actually use a lot what i did a lot in college is you trifold but put it at the back and it just makes it a like five to 10 degree slant, which I just find a way more comfortable to write on, on an iPad. Yeah. Like on, on a notebook, I just like writing on a notebook, but with an iPad, especially because there's like a little camera bump and stuff when it's actually flat, it's really uncomfortable for me to write on it. I like to have it tilted up a little bit. And that's where the yeah. case helps me personally.
1: Yeah. I, I think I see the argument a lot more for an iPad. It's, I guess it's something that I've been thinking about with phones. And if I had a phone right now that I didn't, Uh, dislike the aesthetics of I Mm -hmm. would try it of like going without a case because like for phones the cases don't cover the screen yeah and so what I was thinking about is like for the most part so you're yeah in general so you're like it's mostly protecting like what drops and scratches of the non screen part of the phone but like if I scratch up the back of the phone then I can put a case on to cover up those scratches Mm mm-hmm so why don't you just like you? I, that was <laughs> small brain part of me is like, why don't you just use it until you f up the back of it and then put a case on it?
0: Yeah. I mean the other the other thing, I mean, I think a big reason some people put cases on their phones is for comfort. It's just easy like they are made of materials that are easier to hold than like glass and metal. Yeah. And I think the same is also true for That's, an iPad. Like I find it more just comfortable to hold with a little bit of a fabric cover thing. You know, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever the material is that I have on my case, I don't even know, but it just feels better, I guess, to hold it that way a lot of the time.
1: Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Just, like, that's that's why I have a case on my phone right now, because, mm-hmm. um, like, I just don't like the ergonomics of holding it. Yep. Because, like, I have one of the, like, rounded edge iPhones, opposed to the iPad mini, which is the square edge, which I feel like is way more comfortable in the hand for some, or way easier to hold.
0: Sure. But Yeah, I, I agree. Cool. Well I am interested to hear where this leads you.
1: Yeah, maybe I'll just end up hating it and return it. <laughs> Could be. I won't be upset, any, but Do you have any tips and tricks? Any um, things that you think I should be aware of or Well, uh, do you know how to take a screenshot on an iPad? Um I know there's a way and it's from one of the corners and I don't know what corner it is. Bottom left assuming
0: that works with your fake apple pencil no wait it works with a finger so yeah or does it work with a finger no it doesn't work with a finger so i think yeah it works with an if you're using the apple pencil which maybe it'll work with your stylus thing yeah swipe up from the bottom left that's my biggest tip for you i use that a lot
1: (laughs) oh it doesn't work with a finger neat so there you go i'll definitely use that
0: other than that if you're afraid to buy an app talk to me (laughs) okay and I'll give you the skinny on what I know about it because odds are like 50, at least 50% of the apps that you come across it, just based on like reputation or whatever, I'll probably be somewhat familiar with them. And if I'm not Aaron probably is. So <laughs> yeah. Okay, and you if said we're n- not, Mikhail might be.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I love that. I have such a big, uh, <laughs> repository of information on all things technology. I feel like my dad, <laughs> i'm sure this is how my dad feels when he asks me questions yep i like notability that's Mm -hmm. i hope i will continue to like it um yeah it's
0: basically notability or good notes is are the two heavyweights. okay in the note-taking world some people really really like good notes some people really really like notability i found that for most people it basically comes down to the way that they handle handwriting, because they each have like a custom engine that interprets your handwriting from an Apple Pencil, that's different than Apple's default way of doing things. However, that works. I don't know. Mm. But they have they have a sort of opinion about them. And some people find that one app makes their handwriting look way better than the other app. Hmm. And maybe there's actual truth to that. Maybe it's just a weird bias based on other things that just makes people think that. But there seems to be when I, when I ask people, some people think that certain features or others are really important. Like some people like notability who actually use the, the lecture recording feature, which I've literally never used, but is in theory a good idea if mm-hmm. you're aware of that. Yeah. Um, if and other things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, notability was the first one I think that had really good shape auto completion, so you draw a circle and hold, and it'll make a perfect circle. You draw a square mm. and hold, and it'll make a perfect square. And I mm-hmm. obviously found that useful in my math classes. Like, it actually has been very useful for me over time. Yeah. Um, so those features, for me, I care about. And at this point, I'm just so used to it that, you know, it works for me. Some people like good notes better because of how it manages your notes, like the... The file system so to speak within good notes might just make more sense to people than the way that notability does things with like their sections and dividers situation which i sometimes find unintuitive still Mm -hmm. but it's mainly that like handwriting thing that i see a lot of people be very opinionated about
1: okay so and you say how it's interpreting your handwriting like so how you write and how it looks on the screen or like the like handwriting to text features the former, like how it shapes your handwriting as you're okay. writing with a
0: stylus. Like some people find that it just makes makes the little flicks and curves as they write look better, whether it smooths it out or I don't know what, but some people just find that one works better than the other for them. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Like, I think I tried Goodnotes very briefly several years ago. I don't even remember what I thought about it, but I didn't find a good reason to switch mm-hmm. at the time. So... But yeah. There's okay. not there's not much reason to go with one over the other other than that notability is moving to a subscription, which you could consider a bad thing if you don't like subscriptions, or a good thing because it means they'll probably be around longer if they have a subscription.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hmm Okay. So they do have a free yes. That's what I've got. You lose a lot of stuff, but they do have a free
0: Yeah, you lose a lot of stuff based on what I've seen.
1: But I also think it might be none of the things that I care about.
0: Well, isn't there like an edit limit or something like that?
1: What does that mean?
0: Like you can Note only edits? E- yeah, I don't what know what I mean? don't know what counts as an edit, but that seems to be the worst limit. However, that manifests, no matter what it is, it seems dumb.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm just reading. What the? What does that mean? I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't have to worry about it because I already paid, and I'm kind of grandfathered in as a. Uh, lifetime member at this point ah. but uh yeah <laughs> beats me i'll let you find out the hard way i suppose yeah yeah i think the only other feature i'm not looking at it right now but i assume that the free version doesn't let you sync your notes which is a really important thing for me yeah yeah Because i doesn't. sync all of mine to dropbox and that oh, okay. has proven very vital over the years well that was quite the tech talk yeah just in time for the holidays get all your tech tips here kids yeah f l c t Right in for all of your tech related gift questions <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah and mark will answer them and grant will talk nonsensically about them
0: grant will answer them like he's a 50 year old dad using his best reckons <laughs> and i'll give you the real answer Grant has brought overboard by Chip Dunham. Uh, we have a dog with a bone in his mouth looking into a lake or a pond, probably a pond because it looks like he's kind of standing on grass mostly. So it's probably some sort of a pond and he's looking in the water and he sees and he sees his face reflected in the water and the dog is thinking to himself, I know it's my own reflection. I know it's not another dog with another bone. So why is my body tensing up to, and in the next frame, the dog has dove into the water head first, thinking to himself, well, I'll figure all this out later. Right now, I got to concentrate on getting this other dog's bone away from him. Oh, dogs.
1: Yeah, home dog. Oh, dogs. (sighs)
0: What are we talking about?
1: So, uh, in the comic, the dog is, is looking at its own reflection. <laughs> and so I was just thinking about things like that reflect upon you as a person. Okay. And, and one of the things that uh, I've thought about recently on like the reflects on people is like the company they keep. And so I just wanted to start out by saying, Mark, do you think about how the company that you choose to keep, how it reflects on you?
0: Huh. I don't think I've, I've thought about that too much, mostly because I've been lucky to not have to worry about it, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Part of it is that most of my friends know each other. I don't really have many like siloed off friend groups. I have like subsets of a larger friend group of like oh, these people mostly know each other and this other collection mostly know each other. But if everyone got together, it wouldn't really be a big deal. And so I've never really had to think about that because I feel comfortable in the people that I am friends with and who I hang out with. Mm -hmm. But like, it is a good question. Like, it's a good point though, that that is something that matters if there's one or two people or whatever that like hang around with that, you know, other people might look at and think it's a little funny for some reason. But I don't, I don't, at least not for a long time, I don't think I've had to worry about that. Okay. Yeah. But also I think as an adult now, like, who am I, you know, who am I reflecting this to, right? Who am I hanging out with? The only people that that really reflects anything about me to are other friends who know I'm hanging out with these people. But again, since all my friends are kind of in the same, for the most part, larger group, that's not really an issue because like work, there are work people, you know, I I do things at work with work people and they don't know anything about my friends. And so that doesn't really matter. It's not like it was, at least for me in like high school where who I hang out with is seen all the time by my parents, or seen by other people at school, and all this sort of stuff. And there's this like constant observation going on of, you know, different groups of people in different ways. uh, Which is why it doesn't feel like it matters as much to me. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, but so you're thinking of it mostly in terms of friends. But, well, and I guess no, you work work remotely, so that doesn't even apply. Yeah. I was gonna say like. <laughs> Because one area that I, like, have certainly thought of it in the past few years is in terms of, like, oh, like, who am I speaking with at work or, like, sure, stuff that like that. that makes
0: sense. That makes sense. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Because
1: you work remotely, so it not... But,
0: but even, I mean, even when I didn't, though, like, I, you know, I worked in the office for a couple years, so, like, I know what that's like, and in that way, sure, you know, I, there were certain people that I gravitated towards, ultimately... I didn't I didn't really fall into any particular group and also my company, especially at that time before the pandemic, was really small. Everyone knew each other. <laughs> Everyone yeah. was comfortable having lunch together. Uh, and and yeah, there were like certain smaller groups of people who weren't part of like a, a bigger core. Like there's kind of a huge core of people who would often go get lunch together. And if I felt like it, I'd tag along often on Fridays if we were going somewhere a bit more fun or going out to eat instead of getting takeout to come back to the office with. Um, and, and so, you know, sometimes I'd be a part of that group. There are definitely some groups of people that preferred to just kind of keep more to themselves and that's totally fine. But, you know, at work, I never really had to think about that either because the people that I talked to were the people that were immediately around me. And sometimes I would tag along with groups of people for lunch if they offered. Mm-hmm. So again, I'm sort of lucky that like it never really mattered because everyone was aware of everyone in a very, in this very small group.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: But th- I'm, that's a very particular circumstance to me. Obviously it changes depending on the size of the company or the optics of your situation. You know, like Erin being in grad school, her cohort is not super big, but there's still, there has still been sort of more natural dividing lines of like who out with whom and like how those are sort of split up and this sort of subdivision of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, based on how people click or maybe interests, or whatever. Um, and so I guess I sort of see that vaguely from a, from an outside perspective, but not too much. Cause I only really only see the side that Aaron sees, mm-hmm. which is the set of people that she has chosen to hang out with for the most part.
1: Yeah. I guess one thing along these lines that I've been, I have thought about in like self-reflecting on like, Oh, is the company I'm you keep reflecting on you? I've been thinking about like well if you're like a not a, I don't want to say like a good person, like philosophically good or whatever, but like like if you are a like productive member of society and like if you're a good person, you're gonna tend to associate yourself with good people. So if you're having to ask yourself like, oh, is the company I'm keeping reflecting negative on me or on me, like is that a red flag of like, hey, maybe I am not as good of a person as I think I am, <laughs> and I should like reevaluate myself as a human being rather than even just like talking about the company you keep? Is does should that reflect on like who you are? Huh. I don't know. I, that's not really a question or anything. It was just like a random thought that was popping through my head. I,
0: I think that. It can, I don't think that that's necessarily true, mostly because I'm a pretty firm believer that people who are, let's call them bad people, you know, (laughs) that's not, that's not, you know, we don't like to say things like that. They do bad things or you just, they don't, they don't, they don't click with you, whatever it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. You have some person and you don't necessarily like the things that they do or the company that they keep up with, right? But they seem perfectly content in their group doesn't seem to be any actual issue odds are they're all as perfectly content in their situation as i am and they probably think they're totally fine because a a friend group is just a very small echo chamber to a certain extent Mm -hmm. not not exactly that but in terms of very broad values that's probably more true than not and uh, so uh, you know if you have a group of friends of any persuasion, you know, you have a group of friends who all grew up in a super, uh, you know, uh, fire and brimstone evangelical church. <laughs> That's not a crowd that I like oh, to I roll love with. That this is the example. <laughs> That's not a crowd that I like to roll with on the regular, but that group oh. of people probably have fun together and are perfectly content with that friend group as it is. Yeah. And so I think if you're going into the self reflection part, i I think that that 's more of a concern of yeah not necessarily concerning oh, am I a bad person, but uh, okay, maybe maybe you are right, but using using phrasing that that threw me off right yeah not not i 'm not as good of a person as I think I am, but maybe my values are changing, maybe it you know something has changed that I just something 's not clicking, or maybe my interests have changed, like you could fall out of a group. And start being, you know, a bit off just because you don't like playing this game that you guys play together that much anymore. It just doesn't really, you know, it's not like as fun for you anymore. And maybe that's Mm -hmm. a big part of that group. And so you decide that you need to start distancing yourself or whatever. It could be any number of things. But I think it's more of a marker of either change and or realization of a situation that you're in, Mm -hmm. which is healthy, hopefully.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Cool. uh, When you were talking about Reflection, I've had this uh, movie that is also a TV show in my head for a while. I tried showing it to Aaron, but she didn't like it that much, uh, called What We Do in the Shadows. Have you ever watched this? (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay. You should look it up. I think you would like it. It is by Taika Waititi. Uh, The movie is. And the movie is pitched as a documentary in New Zealand of a a house of vampires living together, but it's all like using hmm. super old vampire tropes. Of like it's not like twilight. They cannot go out in the sun. They can't wear silver, yeah. all this sort of stuff. There are werewolves that they don't like all this sort of stuff. And they're also all really old because they got turned into vampires like several hundred years ago. And what does that mean for how they adjusted in society? And there's yeah. one particularly funny bit where they're like, One hard thing about being a vampire is that you don't have a reflection, so you never really get to see how you look. And it's this montage of them trying to get ready to go out into the town to find some victims, and they're, like, (laughs) trying to really crudely draw pictures of each other to try and show each other (laughs) what they look like. (laughs) And it's just, it's so perfect. It's just such a dumb thing that, like, oh, yeah, that is a really funny point to make (laughs) if you don't have a reflection. (laughs) Yeah so I recommend it and then there's also a TV show that I just started on Hulu that is kind of an extension of that universe except now they are flatmates they're they're, they're, they're apartment roommates uh, in New York so mm-hmm. a different group of vampires but a very similar setup
1: interesting
0: yes so I think you should watch that
1: <laughs> hmm I'll take that under advisement alright almost like I'm learning things from you like a like an adult children <laughs> uh yeah so mark brought adult children by steven beals this week uh we got uh we got two characters in this comic here uh we got uh we got a a i'm gonna say like an adult man who uh has got like a apron on and is standing in front of a big like flat top grill with a spatula i'm gonna call him uh spatula man oh no i'm gonna call him boss man um and then we've got like a stereotypical fast food employee who he's got a a hat that says Bucket Burger and he's wearing a, I don't know, red shirt that's got stripes like a referee uniform almost, but it's like all red. And so I'm going to call him, I'm going to call him BBB, Burger, or yeah, Burger Bucket Boy, uh, and then Boss Man. And so, uh, actually I'm going to call him Triple B. Triple B, Trip B, Trip B. Uh, Trip B is uh, back at the flat top grill with Bossman, and he says, "Hey, boss, do you mind if I leave twenty minutes early? I have a date." Sure, have fun, Bossman replies. Burger Bucket Boy, uh, looking back towards Bossman, says, "This is when you say treat it right, kid, and and you give me a hundred bucks out of the cash register." Ha. <laughs> I'm, I'm just playing with you, he says with a big grin on his face. I already did that myself, as he looks uh, quite scared and boss man looks like he's about to, I don't know, like uh, hit him with that spatula or something. Mm hmm. <laughs> so, are so we talking about stealing from our places of work or something?
0: Not quite. If you had a hundred bucks, especially since we're short on time, if you have a hundred bucks right now, what would you do with it?
1: A hundred bucks right now? What would I do with it? I'd. <laughs> um, give me a sec to think of something I can say, um, uh, I would, I don't know, I'd buy a really big pizza, (laughs) um, what would, like, I'd probably, like, put it in the bank, to be honest, like, I know that's sad, but, like, make money grow, you know, uh, I don't know, I'm sorry, that wasn't very fun, actually no if i had a hundred bucks i would like a hundred bucks i just had to spend and like blow on something i'd blow it on an yeah. experience like i'd like take some friends out to dinner or something hmm. i like That's that what we're gonna go with i like it cool or i'd buy the subscription to notability or something <laughs> there you go dream big dream big like like trip b what <laughs> like trip b the the burger bucket boy trip b oh
0: okay <laughs> Uh, I miss it. That's what you were calling him.
1: Yeah, I said that I was going to call him that, and then I didn't call him that. <laughs>